0: discover listeners welcome back to the i want to travel podcast happy new year 2022 i hope that everyone had a great holiday season and i truly wish everyone a wonderful 2022 hope that your year is full with health love and lots and lots and lots of travel please yes i know we're all waiting to get back and able to get out and travel like we used to um and today in episode 13 I am very excited about today's guest as he is a great person to tell us about uh, what travel has been looking like and what he thinks it's going to look like moving forward. Today's guest is a flight attendant who has been flying for over 16 years. That is a long time. He's seen it all, the good, the bad, and the ugly, especially in these last few years. I would like to keep his identity anonymous and as he works for a large airline and we don't want to mention that company. So let's call him Tony. Hi, Tony. Thank you for being on our podcast. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. Everything is good. It's a sunny day in California.
0: Nice, nice. So we ask all of our guests the same question to start off the podcast. That question is, what is your favorite destination in a hotspot you would recommend on the Discoverless app? Because as you know, Discoverless is uh, all about sharing travel recommendations with friends
1: gotcha gotcha uh well that's always a tough one especially like uh for a flight attendant like myself um originally i'm portuguese so i just got literally got back from vacation from portugal for almost two weeks portugal is a great is a great international country to visit if you get an opportunity to check it out um it's just it doesn't cost a lot to get there the cost of living is low so the euro goes a long way you know you could get a full meal for three to four people for about 20 euros, which is wow. not a lot. <laughs> you
0: know? That is a lot.
1: Um, So for an international, I would absolutely recommend check out Portugal. And it doesn't really matter where you go because Portugal is like one of those old cities, old countries. So everything is kind of kind of stuck in time. You know, <laughs> it's weird. People are really nice. Everybody speaks English. Highly, highly, highly recommend Portugal as an international destination. As far awesome. as the domestic internet <laughs> goes... I'm a runner, so I like any major big city. You know, like there's just from yeah. New York to Chicago to San Francisco, any big city. I I, I think is, is you, you just can't go wrong. You just can't go wrong with any major city. Yeah. But as far as like you know, a personal favorite, <laughs> I love Texas. So wow, we'll Austin is one of my favorite. Yeah, Austin is one of my favorite cities to go to. Nice,
0: Austin is beautiful. So out of all of yeah, these so locations, culture. Yeah, for sure. So yes. out of all of these locations, is there a hot spot somewhere you'd recommend that you would say you've got to go to X, Y, and Z place in this city because it's great?
1: Uh, shoot. It would, it would just be for the food. And uh, the only one place that comes to mind that is one of my favorite places to eat, I, I like burgers. And it's in none of those cities. It's in Newark, New Jersey. It's in the Ironbound District. And there's a place called Krug's Tavern. K R U G S. You can even Google it and you'll see it, but they make this hamburger and all it is, it's just a meat patty with cheese. If you want bacon, you throw bacon, lettuce and tomato. It's something special, but for some reason it's one of these old pubs that's been around for, I want to say about 50 years. And I swear to God, I think that the grill is magical. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's a perfect burger every time. That's my, my favorite spot. But as far as like, you know, recommending a perfect spot, I mean, with, with today's technology, you could go anywhere. Like as soon as you Google it, they'll tell you where they are. You know, it's kind of hard to keep them a mystery.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. Great. Well, thank you for that recommendation. Um, So let's talk about um, your experience as a flight attendant, especially in the last few years that have been definitely different for everyone. Uh, As a flight attendant, what is, has it been like, say, in 2019 versus 2020 now versus 2021? Let's start with 2020, comparing that to 2020. Comparing 2020 to 2019, <laughs> what was it when COVID uh, so, first hit? What what was your experience as a flight attendant?
1: Uh, well, as soon as COVID hit, all the air air terminals, didn't matter where it was, they were empty. It was like ghost towns. It kind of reminded me of 9-11. Kind of the same thing happened. Wow. Like, it just, traveling stopped. <laughs> Airplanes were still flying, you know, pre-COVID, but once COVID hit, and it just got, like, literally that, that, Second month, I want to say it was March. I mean, yeah. the planes were just empty. Cancellations everywhere. The airports were empty. There was nobody there. The few people that were flying were people that were just trying to get back to where they live. And uh, they were super paranoid about anything on the plane. <laughs> me yeah. touching them, me giving them something to drink, you name it. Wow. So that that was like the post right after, like as soon as it happened. But before even COVID happened, I mean, traveling... Traveling is tough. I tell people all the time, like, you know, you need a lot of patience because it's not what it used to be. Like, so people were demanding pre COVID. As soon as COVID hit, people disappeared. Like, now people are a little bit more aware. They're, 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 they feel tense most of the time, <laughs> this is what it comes down to. Yeah. Um. But do you have to, is so it, I mean,
0: do you feel like you constantly have to ahead. do? things to feel, make them feel more comfortable, maybe talk to them? Is there something that you do?
1: It's actually, it's actually, you know, people, uh, they're, they're, they're kind of demanding, kind of rude is what it comes down to. So, mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily to myself per se, but um, if somebody, you know, is trying to fall asleep or somebody's asleep and their max, for instance, comes down past their nose, you know, somebody's quick to say, hey, you got to tell that guy or that girl to put their mask on, and I'm like, but they're sleeping I mean <laughs> I can try to move you somewhere else so it's it's just become tense you know yeah and I don't really know how to describe it's just become a it's just become a tense environment on the airplanes even 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 now, you know even though the people are flying more it's 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 still tense lots of questions about what the protocols are in the state or the country that we're going to, and it <sighs> and it's ever-changing is the other thing. So I think people are confused, they're worried. Uh, the ones that are not worried, <laughs> um, that don't care, which is mostly the younger people, ironically, um, they're the ones that are quick to you know, kind of start, well, I could do this or I could do that because I read you know, whatever information that they read and it, it's just the lack of patience is not there is what I've noticed lately.
0: Yeah, so it's made your, your job very, very difficult, I'm sure.
1: Uh, yeah a little bit in the sense that you know you try to help people, and I mean like even the airline wants to help people, but there's only so much they could do you know and in the you know if they enforce the- if they tell us to enforce the rules and we got to enforce the rules, we will do that you know and the big one for us now is if you don't wear the mask, we refuse to mirror a mask, we got to take you off the plane. What does that really mean? That right. means delays for everybody that means everybody gets irritated now because that one person just didn't want to comply now they look at us as being the the police all of a sudden like. <laughs> like wow like I'm I'm forcing you to do that you know, I, of course I am because that's what they're telling us to tell you so so things yeah, like that. you're just really doing just your job no patience yeah
0: wow well first of all I want to say thank you as a traveler myself for your patience and your hard work and um, it's been very difficult for a lot of people in their jobs during um, COVID, but you guys, are just one of the, the, the few that have had it the worst. So thank you for your patience and for continuing to, to work and, and fly to, um, you know, to make it easier for the rest of us to, to travel when we need to, or we, or we want to, so, so thank you. Is there a specific, and, would you like no, to mention welcome. like a specific situation perhaps? In 2020, that you uh, that is unforgettable that you encountered and you said this one instance this happened and I'll never forget it.
1: Uh, uh, related to COVID or unrelated to COVID, just like you know flight attendant life or passenger versus whatever you know whatever you'd like to
0: share in 2020. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, so this is kind of funny, but gross at the same time. So I had an uh, an elderly couple about 80 years old the gentleman and the woman, they were flying, we were flying to Hawaii. So masks on uh, five hour plus flight into Hawaii and uh, about maybe three hours into the flight, this gentleman, you know, I was sitting in the, in the galley towards the front of the aircraft. This gentleman comes up to the front and, you know, he just vomited all over himself. Like he was laying back or something happened, but anyway, he just got vomit from his mouth all the way down to his pants. And he was just like soaked in this stuff. He didn't get anywhere on the floor or anything like that, but, you know, 80 years old, this old man comes up front, Aww. covered in vomit, <laughs> ask, asking for help, right? <laughs> and so, of course, I direct him where the bathroom is. And I told him I was gonna get him a plastic bag so he could, you know, put his, you know, his, his clothes in there, you know, because it stinks obviously really bad. Right. And I asked him where his suitcase was. And he told me where he was sitting. And it was like, uh, I want to say two bravo is what it was. So right up front there in first class. And I go to grab his suitcase. And his wife is there. She's like, is he okay? I was like, yeah, he just kind of threw up all over himself. And she said that he was sleeping. And then and the mask made him kind of feel very uh nauseous, so you know he just oh. threw up, passed his mask all over himself, yeah, so um, oh
0: my God, that but, breaks so my
1: heart I, uh, <laughs> yeah, oh. but here's the funny part, and like again you know, super kind people, just you know just going on vacation, so I'm grabbing a suitcase, and I'm watching the passengers kind of like directly behind on my side, they're all kind of like po- poking their head into the aisle kind of look, looking what's going on because. I told him to go into the bathroom to, you know, to take off his clothes. But when I pulled the suitcase around, I turned around and I noticed that everybody was laughing. This gentleman is an 80-year-old guy. He's in his tidy whitey <laughs> T-shirt, and underwear with his white socks on, just let, put his clothes all over the floor. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, like this old man is stripping, you know, and I run up front. Of course, there's like this makeshift blue curtain that we got, you know, to, for the galley. And I kind of cover him up a little bit and I give him the bag. But everybody was cracking up. So even though everybody was so serious during the flight because of the whole COVID, everybody's kind of going on vacation. And now this little situation happens with this old man. You know, people still were still laughing at it. So, I mean, I thought that was just kind of funny the way he didn't care, you know? <laughs> just, you, know no, you know, luckily for me, nobody had their cell phones out filming this guy because I'm sure that would have made news. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it, it was just one of those kind of gross but kind of funny situations where yeah. I just kind of be like, Dude, like, I know you're eight years old, but like, you know, so I generally feel sorry for old people and young kids. That's what it comes down to. So everybody <laughs> yeah. else, if you're grown up, come on, just deal with it.
0: Yeah, I agree. You know, and, and uh, I feel really bad for that old man. I mean, they're used to traveling a certain way and they're used to certain things. And and like you said, uh, as adults, we can deal with it, you know, whatever we need to do, whatever. But older people and kids, it's just they don't they're not used to this stuff, you know. Um, so I feel so bad for that old man, but, uh, but at the same time, that is very funny and very cute. Um, I hope they had a great vacation in Hawaii then, and and, and he was able to, uh, to recover from the nausea.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure it was. So that's usually one of the biggest things related to the face mask is people say it makes them nauseous, right? You know, so they're flying, they can't breathe properly and, you know, maybe being on an airplane and I can sympathize with it. Right. Um, yeah, but he was fine. You know, he changed out his clothes, sat back down, you know, <laughs> got him some water, some ginger ale, and that's it. He's done off the vacation time. But that one sticks out for some reason. I don't know why. I just thought it was funny.
0: That's a great story. Thank you for sharing.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, no so worries. now as um, we go into 2021, what have, have you seen differently as far as, I know that uh, once people were able to get vaccinated, they got vaccinated and started traveling again. So travel increased a bit. Um, in 2021, starting in the spring, but it just in general, what has been the, the vibe and the energy on a plane and, and, and give us a little bit of thought on that.
1: Uh, so um, it, there's been a lot of issues with like, even with my company, as far as who wants to get vaccinated versus not get vaccinated. So as pilots and even flight attendants that don't want to get vaccinated or want to get vaccinated, there's, there's this tension just amongst ourselves, our work group. Yeah. that already comes onto the airplane right off the bat. So between that and the people that – from what I understand right now, you got to show proof of vaccination is what it comes down to, or right. you have to have a COVID test before you come on the plane. But it's just that tension is still there. People are flying because there's some good deals, um, but there's just still a lot of tension. It used to be just the passengers um, on each other kind of tension, and you know the flight attendants were kind of just – you know this about the flight attendant world. When we come on board, once we enter that airplane door, you know, we <laughs> everything that happens in that airplane, we, we do our best to, to mitigate, to accommodate, to, to talk to people, to do whatever needs to be done. But as soon as we leave that airplane, we forget what happened on that flight. We right. just go to the next one because usually we fly three, four flights a day. So you just forget and you maybe laugh about it. So prior to the vaccine, it was kind of passenger on passenger and we were there to mitigate. After the vaccine started coming out, now it's kind of like coworkers against coworkers and passengers now. So that's oh, what's wow. becoming like a, a, yeah, it's become a little bit tense in that way. So, and then of course, with this new variant out, you know, some people are saying that the vaccine does work. Some people are saying it doesn't work. And that's not really my concern. I got vaccinated. Um, but yeah, there's this tension. And that's why I keep taking these leaves of absence that they let us take, because I just don't kind of want to, I kind of want to stay away from my coworkers because. <laughs> They can be very negative lately. So as a passenger, I would say, whatever airline you go to, you can feel people's energy. You're going to know as soon as you get on that airplane, if those, if that crew members are working together or if they're just, they're not. So I've been avoiding as much as I can. That's what I've been doing.
0: Yeah. Wow. I mean, talk about a big difference in the 16 years that you've been working as a flight attendant and how a big contrast from pre-COVID to now, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, The one thing that's going better, I think, is um, people are flying. So that's that's a plus. The negative for the people that are flying is that airlines are not flying more airplanes. They still have a lot of airplanes parked. So what they're doing is they're filling up the airplanes, which obviously people don't like that. So there's that. The good news is planes are flying because people are coming back. So that's how planes could stay flying because people obviously pay for tickets. But the negative side of that is they're packing them in and they're not really getting you know, super cheap airfares either, um but so they're they're becoming a little bit more tense. But at least passengers have the option to go places now, which before kind of wasn't really a big option for them.
0: Yeah, and you think they're doing this? I mean, it seems like it's just more like recover from the losses of twenty twenty, perhaps.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think some of it it's recovery or just you know managing uh um managing the you know how business works. I can tell you like for my airline. So as soon as as soon as COVID hit, uh there was like this period I want to say, I can't remember if it was about six months or so that nobody knew if they had a job or didn't have a job, then wow. they, uh, let go quite a, I'm not going to say about at least a, a third of the workforce was let go immediately. Right. And then, uh, they recovered some people back then they offered buyouts as well for, for the thing. So basically to give you an idea, like my airline went from 25,000 people flight attendants working to just under 16,000. Wow. So, wow. um, It's just there's been the staff is out there. And now that the airplane, that the flight is increasing, but because some people want to get vaccinated, some people don't want to get vaccinated, they can't necessarily come back to work because my company, all the companies require vaccinations now. So they, you know, they're, they're not working. The airlines don't have the manpower for the, for the flights. So that's become an issue for passengers. So it's, it's a constant struggle on a month to month basis, it seems.
0: Yeah, it sounds like just like a, a big mess <laughs> that
1: it, it is. And that's I was just going to add that it is. And that's why I was saying that, like, after the vaccine came out, it, I, you would think it would help, but it's kind of made I want to say things a little bit more difficult because it, yeah. it's, It's you know, again, now, now you're talking about the employees that that are becoming a little disgruntled versus just the passengers having issues <laughs> with yeah. other passengers.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's tough. How about um, you said the increase in in, in travelers, that's a good sign. I mean, it's a good sign for not only the travel industry for, but for uh, us travelers as well, Um, you know, looking at how the travel industry hopefully can recover sooner rather than later. And um, we can all get back to hopefully pre COVID days. (laughs) Um, But um, last the last quarter in 2021, um, with the holiday season, what did you see as far as, um, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's Eve Were people on a lot of people on the plane more than before they happy, comfortable, or pretty much all of the same with just more people. What was your experience during the holidays this past year?
1: Uh, well, excitement. I think people were finally happy just to, to go to holiday, you know, to go see maybe family members. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was, there was a little bit of, uh, holiday chair going on this year that I noticed for sure, which was kind of nice. Yeah. Um, their concerns were more like uh, the cancellation of flights, like I said, um, either due to not having it, you know, the staffing or weather. It, that, that, that was really the, the biggest concerns for flyers this year, I noticed. It was just, am I able to get there and am I able to get back when I want to?
0: <laughs> right, right. So they, which, and do you. Which, by the you, way. Uh-huh.
1: Go ahead. Are no, you I was going to say, you know, one of the biggest tips. Oh, sorry. No, one no, no. You go tips, ahead. You tips, go. Um, before I forget, <laughs> one of the biggest tips I tell people, it, you know, if you're not a frequent flyer, it doesn't matter who you fly. Just make sure it's a direct flight. That takes out so many headaches for people. That's the yeah. biggest complaint I see for people. Am I going to make my connection?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I personally hate connecting. And unless I ultimately have to and I don't have another choice, I will always do direct flights. <laughs> because, yes. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> you do not want those extra headaches. It's not needed, especially during these times. Absolutely not. Um, well, as far as uh, the holiday cheer, that's good. Hopefully, people continue to be happy, and uh, you know, we we are. When I say we, I mean the travelers are are just nicer to flight attendants and just people in general. I think that's that's needed as we move into twenty twenty two. But what do you think about? What that 2022 is going to be like how what have you been hearing i've been reading a lot that it's going to be a big year for travel it's forecasted to be higher in travel than pre-covid days what are, what are your thoughts on that
1: uh as long as places are open people are gonna fly that's you know that that's what it comes down to um yeah. i know internationally you know we're slowly opening places but they're closing back up again yeah so if we're it doesn't matter where you travel. If if the airport's open or if, you know, I'm going to give an example with Disneyland. If Disneyland's open, people are going to go. They're going to take advantage. They'll wear the mask. They'll do what they got to do to get there. They'll pay whatever needs to be done. So it's not so much as the airlines, it, the issue. It's the resorts, the places you're going to, the countries. If the states, if they have mandates, don't let you get in there, then then you just can't go. So, yeah. but as long as those states keep it opening up and places keep on, I, I guess, flying will just come back instantly
0: yeah are you are you guys privy to that information you you mentioned a couple of times that travelers ask you about the destination and the in the different health uh, the different protocols do you guys have this information as flight attendants
1: yeah th- yeah that's almost given to us on a weekly basis these days uh yeah. so yes especially especially international because there's all kinds of documentation that go along with it and You know, international is a a source of frustration for some people just because the rules change uh, almost daily sometimes, depending on where where you go. Um, Like, for instance, they go to Portugal. To Portugal, I got to take a COVID test before I go. Even though I got the vaccination card, I got to take a COVID test regardless. So I got to take a COVID test when I go. And I also got to take a COVID test when I come back to the States, even though I'm a U.S. citizen with a card. So that's just for Portugal. Other other countries could be completely different. And that's just recent in the, the last month that changed that. So yes, we get updates from the company itself that, you know, they, uh, I don't know, we have these little iPhones that we use. Um, so we get messages to directly to us on, on, on a trip, trip, trip basis, where we go, what's, uh, what's open, what are we allowed to do? Where we're not allowed to do as as crew members and everything like that. Like when we, when we go to Asia, we're quarantined for the whole time we're there. So if we're there for one day, we're in the hotel for the whole day. If we're there for four days, we're in the hotel for four days before we come back, which is difficult, but yeah. Wow. We pass it on to the passengers. If they ask, we tell them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's good for the passengers, but at the same time, you'd think that they would have um, done the research before paying for the flight or getting on the flight, right?
1: But I guess- Yes, well, I've been told by passengers that when they buy the ticket, too like online especially that there is the the airlines have been pretty good about giving them information about what's going on to the their destination where they're going
0: well the airline itself yeah okay like via an email probably or something that that's good to know that's 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 um that's good to know for for people as they're planning travel well that's awesome um Anything else you'd like to add about your experience in the last couple of years or what you're thinking in this 2022 is going to be like anything else that we haven't covered that you would think uh, that you would like to add?
1: You know, the same thing I I tell almost everybody since my 16 years that I've been working, have a pen with you because you're going to need it to fill out something during takeoff and landing. Keep your shoes on in case something goes wrong. You got to run off the airplane. You got your shoes on. Um, bring snacks, bring an empty water bottle. You can always fill it up with water at the airport. Uh, Just be patient. Like from the moment you decide to go on a trip, just know that traveling isn't, you know, going to be smooth. It can be, most of the times it is, but just set your brain up from the night before that like, okay, I'm going to travel tomorrow. I got to go to LAX. Is my car going to break down? Is my cup of coffee not going to, going to, Gonna, not going to work. Am I going to have a flat tire? Is security going to be ridiculous? As long as you prepare yourself for the worst, and just once you get from point A to point B with not too many hiccups, that was a good day. Just prepare yourself mentally that traveling can be stressful as it is. Just prepare as much as you can. You know, And you got these, in today's day and age with these cell phones, I mean, you can get almost all the information you need to know on your cell phone. And help other people, you know, just be a team sometimes that, you know, ask your neighbor what's going on. They'll tell you and you share information with them. Just don't be all out for yourself. Just be kind. Isn't that what General DeGeneres says? I think be kind, just be kind. That'll make your life much better during travel. Well, that is that is (laughs) what did you say? I said, you're one of them. I still remember you just being kind.
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm glad I was able to, uh, I'm glad I was uh, memorable, <laughs> you know, for, for in a good way, not the bad way. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, well, <laughs> no, you were. Oh, thank you. It's important to be kind. You're very right. Like what's, what's so difficult? You, you exert more energy being rude and mean and than just being kind. And <laughs> It's not that hard, especially during these times, you know? And so when we, we met pre-COVID, so it wasn't even a, a, a time where you had to really try to be kind. It was just pre-COVID. But now it's even more, it's important that um, we just show some empathy and some kindness to people and you're very, very right. Um, and thank you for that advice. That is some very good pointers. Um, I definitely on the pen that's I've, uh, I've, I have i have i have not followed that several times. So for sure on the pen, and that's a great advice on the water bottle too, but thank you. thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that advice. And, uh, well, thank you, Tony, for being, um, a guest on our podcast I'm glad I was able to finally get you on. I was very excited for this interview and what you've provided has been amazing. Um, Not only great information for myself, but for everybody that is listening. Um, And it was great learning about your experience as a flight attendant in the last few years and even in the 16 years. So, And all the information that you've provided has been um, the result of all of your experience throughout those years. Um, And uh, kind of just what you're kind of seeing, right now and how we can be better and tips to help us travel better. So thank you. And um, as a reminder, what's that?
1: I said definitely always pack light too. That always helps.
0: Ah, yes. Pack light. That's it. That's a great tip. <laughs> and uh, as a reminder to all of our listeners, Discoverless is always looking to engage with you as a traveler. If you would like to be a guest on our show, please contact me on I want to travel at discoverless.com. That's I want to travel one word at discoverless.com or chat with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course on the Discoverless app. Thanks, everyone. Bye. I'm